Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. Today, it is a dynamic duo. Yeah, yeah, Catherine and Whitney, our other sisters, the other members of the Fab Five, Claudette, Kathleen, and Sarah are off traveling, doing fabulous things. Having a great time. I mean, yes, we're living vicariously through them. (laughs) Text messaging this morning, (laughs) right? But we're here for for each other, and we're here for you. Um, We're going to be talking today about this concept of goal setting. We just came past the beginning of the new year. We are in 2022. And we've talked before, I think we did an episode last year about New Year's resolutions, right? And the challenge with resolutions sort of built around the language of resolutions, the science of goal setting and the like. And so, but we're here in the new year and the challenges of that have not gone away. So we're going to have a discussion today. We hope that you will find a value in it. And we would invite you to reach out and share with us the things that you do to help keep you on track for your goals. Do you set resolutions? Do you not set resolutions? Do you call them goals or intentions? Or do you give it another name? Do you just realize that a fresh start can happen anytime and you don't have to wait to the beginning of a new year? You don't have to wait for the beginning of a new month, a new week, (laughs) for Monday, uh, any of that. I always like the wait Monday goal. (laughs) Right, right. Started on Monday. (laughs) This started on Monday. It it feels good. The diet word. (laughs) It feels good to say that. But I mean, in reality, we know you don't have to do that, right? We don't have to do that. Every moment is a moment to start fresh. But there is something about milestones and time markers that help us to really feel like it's it's a fresh start. Right, Catherine? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's lots of research and studies around goal setting and our, our main man, TR, Tony Robbins, talks about, you know, it's making progress is so key to like our happiness and progress is power. And research study after research study talks about setting goals, helps keeps us moving, increases happiness. And so all kinds of benefits that flow through there. 
into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm going to just share a few stats. I don't know. I don't think that I'm the stat girl, but something about mathematics makes me happy. So I throw out a phrase. What's the good at statistics, though? Numbers don't lie. (laughs) Two plus two will never change. That part is true. So about 8% of people fail to keep any resolutions whatsoever. Right. So just sort of off the bat, you make a resolution. It's not going to happen for about eight, eight percent. And then 50 part of that stat. (laughs) Stop it. That's not true. I'm seeing you reach goals all the time. So that's absolutely not true. And I'm not I'm not going to hear that for me. Fifty seven percent of people don't make resolutions. And I think that's because they call may call it something else, right? Resolutions suggest that there is resolve and, and you've got to have willpower to make it happen. But of those who do make resolutions or set, let's call New Year's goals. I think more around the New Year's rather than calling it resolutions or anything in particular. Of those that do, the most common ones, I'm sure you can guess, are exercise, eating healthier, saving money and losing weight. Those are the most popular goals that are set around the new year. Again, sort of with that thought of a fresh start. But the sad reality is about 80% of people fail to continue to be working on those goals by mid-February. And so we want to talk today about why that's so, and more importantly, how you cannot be part of the 80% that have given up by mid-February, or how we can turn that number around. So the 80%, right, actually are still continuing into February, and that's what we want. And as someone who is in the fitness industry, Catherine... Right. All too well. And I know you are working to put together a physical system, but in reality, it's it's about lifestyle. Right. And you're going to be working with your people, not just about setting goals at the beginning of the year or on a Monday, getting started on the Monday and two months later that they're not doing it, that it's about creating a healthy lifestyle built around the way we create goals. Absolutely. I love the word lifestyle for our living. This is just what we do. We, you know, we just don't talk about it. We are about it. And it is wonderful to have goals um, because it just, it creates like a bigger vision for our life, yeah, our business, right? And it's like intentionality, which uh, in one of the shows uh, recently we did, you said that's one of your words for 2022, yes. I think, intentionality. And whether you it works for you to like begin it at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the week, go to Monday, like I like to pick, you know, or... Middle of the month, it's really about what do you want? And I have a little dream board here hanging on the wall. And it's like, first, getting into the vision of what do you want? 
is number one. Before we even start writing our goals or thinking about the, you know, just the, oh, let's lose a few pounds or the, some of the top ones on the list that you mentioned a minute ago, it's like, just, do I really even want that? You know, what right. do we want from our right. heart? You know, it's decide what is the results and then what is the why? What is the purpose? And usually the first couple reasons that come to your mind, like there's deeper levels to go. When when I decided to really go after my dream of Fit District, which you were mentioning earlier, Whitney. And it's so perfect because I have my Fit District hat on today that we're talking about the lifestyle because it's really is what we're creating at Fit District is a lifestyle, a community around it and achievement of our health goals, our fitness right. goals, right. our wellness goals. That's what we're all about. And like empowerment and high energy experiences for people. So anyway, like I got deep into my why on fit district on why do I even want to do this? And it was like deep, deep soul levels for me of like, you know, just the so much around like the enoughness in my soul of being able to create this and wanting to like make a bigger impact on making the world a better place to like help people achieve. Because when we're feeling good and our bodies like that ripples out to like the people around us and my God, that just feels so good to be able to create that for other people and to hear them and see them saying, I love this place. And this just helps me in my life. Like it, that to me, like in my soul is what drives me. And to be able to have a dream and bring it to creation and showing myself, proving it to myself that that's possible also like lights up my soul. So like, those are my whys. And I feel like those are pretty deep. And and so I just, I encourage you to, when you think, why, okay, what is my why? Like dig even deeper beyond the first couple things. Like me at first, it was like, oh, this is a great business concept. Like I can make really great money and be in an industry that I love and help people like, yes. And there's more depth to it on like making a difference in your life at the soul level and at the world level. And then what's the action plan around that? So that is like, gets more into the goals, the actions, like setting up something we were talking about earlier, as we're fans of the SMART goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we get into SMART goals, you're absolutely right. It has to start with your vision, right? What is it that, not just what is it that you want and your vision for what you want, but your vision for who you are and who you need to become to have what you want, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about And I am someone who is challenged in this area and I am constantly working to this, through this, for Mm. this, toward this, a division of a healthy life, right? And it's not just about the body. It Mm. is about the the entirety, my my wholeness, mind, body, spirit. Who do I need to be in order to be someone who is healthy, 
holistically, who is healthy in all aspects of my being, not just, you know, focused on the physical, but understanding that being physically healthy allows me to do other things that I want to do. So absolutely a vision. And then the why, why it's important. And then you mentioned community. And I think that's so important that community, it does a couple of things. One, there's an accountability piece in it for us, right? Mm. And then there's a connection piece in it as well with other people and helping them to be accountable. And when we can bring that into the fold, that helps to make it enjoyable. And one of the things that I see happening with people is they are like striving for a goal and they're not enjoying the process. Mm. And when you don't enjoy the process, it's easier when things get rough to let it go. So I'll share an example from my life. A few years ago, I I don't remember where this initially came from, but I was, my exercise has been running. And I'll admit, I, I'm not particularly good at it. I'm not fast. It never have been. Even when I was faster, <laughs> wasn't particularly fast, right? In comparison to others. But that for me, it wasn't a big deal. I wasn't running races. And I when I started running races, I wasn't running the races to win, right? So it, for me, that wasn't a huge thing. But what I like about running initially was that I could get exercise relatively quickly, right? So Mm -hmm. either in the gym, lifting weights, I would get on the treadmill, or I would run from my house to the gym, do my workout, and then run home. So I get my cardio, and then I would do my weights, and that would be that. That's Um, a motivation right there. Right? Love And so, but it was on those days when I wasn't in the gym and I was just doing cardio, it's quick. So half an hour, you can get, you know, like I said, it wasn't particularly fast, could wipe out a 5k, half an hour, 35 minutes or so. Uh, That that was the good old days. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that anymore. But, and again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how fast, right? A 5K is a 5K, whether I do it in 18 minutes or 55 minutes. So it's the same amount of distance and whatnot. But what it does is when I'm done, I feel like I'm sweating and I feel and my heart is pumping and I feel like I've done something, like I've accomplished something, particularly when I'm running outside because I've gone somewhere and, you know, actually traveled. And it helps to clear my mind. So anyway, I was running at the time and I subscribed to Runner's Magazine and I was subscribing to Yoga Magazine and some other things. And I'm flipping through the the magazine one day and there's this advertisement for a race in Las Vegas, a half marathon in Las Vegas. It's it's the, um, oh shoot, I can't think of the name of it, but- Rock and roll. Yeah. I was like, that would be so cool. Mm. I would love to do that. Well, it was sort of a, and this goes to your point about smart. It was a vague goal. 
It wasn't, mm. it wasn't particularly smart. I was just like, Oh, that would be cool. I would like to do that. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to run a half marathon and I'm going to run rock and roll. Well, months went by, didn't happen. A couple of months later, I see the ad in the magazine again. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I even went as far as like filling out the registration to do it. Never did send it in. So I find myself a couple of years later. And so this desire to run a half marathon still sort of in the back of my head. And I come across an ad for Nike marathon and half marathon. So at the time they still had the marathon, they don't do it anymore at all. But at the time they had the marathon and the half marathon, I was like, oh, that would be cool. It's in San Francisco. And they give away Tiffany jewelry at the finish line. Right. So that's motivation. Right. (laughs) That, That became the thing. And so I did all the smart steps, right? So I had the specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound goal mm. that I was going to run this half marathon. It's in October, right? So it had a date. It, it obviously was measurable. I knew that I can do it. And when it comes to measurable, the way that you can figure out whether or not your goal is measurable is if you can explain it to someone else and they can know that you achieved it, then that's how you can use measurable. You know, obviously, if I finished the race, it was measurable. Achievable, yes, of course, I could, you know, run 13.1 miles. Uh, Realistic, maybe it was not so realistic when I started. But I made it realistic over time. And I'll talk about that in a second. And then, uh, again, the time bound, there was a date for it. So I I put all these pieces into place and then I had to break it down in order to do that. I'd never run 13.1 miles before. I'd never run more than like three miles before, right? I'd run, um, my thing was a particular route. It was about the distance of a 5k, which is 3.1 miles. Um, and, And that was as far as I'd ever run before. So I had to start training to make that happen. And I plotted out a plan to run three days a week, to work out with weights, to rest, to change my diet and do the things that would make it possible for me to actually get to the end. But so it you had was many, all smart, many smart goals, many smart goals the along the way. Exactly. Of- Yes. You've got to break it down. You've got to break it down. That were specific, measurable, attainable. Exactly. And what made it fun was that I connected with a group of other women. So you talked about community. I connected with a group. I joined this group it's called Black Girls Run. There's a chapter here in Sacramento where I live and started running with these ladies four days uh, at 430 in the morning. So we're wow. out training and the, the commitment, the excitement and joy. Hour. Well, there's that. And it wasn't easy. I'm not going to say it was easy, but when you take the pieces that you mentioned, particularly that why, mm-hmm. right. And the initially the why was about me, but when I connected with this community, the why became about us 
So the mm-hmm. Y became a little bigger. I oh. was a co-leader of this group, which meant I had to be there every day we were scheduled to be there. And so when you can bring other pieces into your goals, right, positive people, positive energy with the community, the accountability piece, sticking to your why so that when the obstacles pop up, which they will. Yes. Right. That you have something that ties you to it. And I would add this other piece, which is to bring an emotional component to this, which is how are you going to feel when you achieve your goal? Yeah. Who are you going to be when you achieve it? And how are you going to feel when you achieve it? And one of the things that I kept thinking at the time was that I was really good at setting goals, but I wasn't the best at achieving goals. And there were goals I had achieved here and there, but there were lots of things that I had set out to do that I hadn't done because I wasn't completing them. And one of the things that I kept envisioning when I completed this marathon was that they have these shirts that say finisher on them. Mm. And that I was going to be a finisher. And I was always going to be for the rest of my life, right? I was going to be a finisher. And so every race that I've run, I get a shirt that says finisher. And it's not just, again, about the running, but it's about who I am in the process. And in the process, I've become a finisher, which has translated to lots of other areas of my life, um, including going back to school, including starting a business, right? Including being here on the podcast with you guys. This, this was a goal that we had, right? It was something that we thought about and sort of initially was like, oh, that would be cool. And then just sort of put it on the back burner. And then we started with the same things that we're talking about, having a vision and a why, community, the accountability piece, Sarah sort of pushing us when she went and did the podcast accelerator program, right? Yes, and all of these pieces. That and then we're going to do a podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and then here we are, right? Here we are at a year and a half in. So everything that you want is doable. You know, Catherine, I am just watching you over the last two years with your commitment to building Fit District has been such an amazing, to be on this journey with you from afar even, just watching you, you know, when the challenges have come up and how you have gracefully, you know, met every challenge Mm -hmm. and continue to do it with a smile on your face, with positive energy, um, bringing other people into your vision right? You're not doing it alone. Uh, you know, just all of that is, is, has been a joy to watch. Thank you. Oh, that makes, that just means so much, makes my heart light up. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey. You and our fabulous five sisters are just a, I don't know what I would do without you in my life. It's such a safe support 
place. And yes, smile on my face a lot and tears and anger and frustration at times and highs and lows and mountain turning mountains into molehills and never the opposite. It has been a incredible journey and yeah, you being here and part of it has been just, it's such a grounding, calming place. Cause that's how you roll in your life, Whitney, like through your goals and achieving all the things you're achieving. And you just have this beautiful ability to just stay grounded as well. And like, you know, the way that you like just sort of have this calm and this peace vibration to you, like always, it's just, so I look up to that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. I, I, I can't take credit for it. That is, you know, my relationship with creator mm. that, which is actually another goal. Right. And it's been mm-hmm. one of those things that when I think about the who I want to become as I am in pursuit of each and everything that I have envisioned for my life, being someone who is um, an example of how mm-hmm. to navigate challenges in life and and then still stick to the things that are part of the vision that that is one of the things that I have determined right decided and determined that is is a part of it because we can you know pursue goals and be jerks in the process or at the end um you know I was just I was reading a couple of weeks ago a, a an article about um, a CEO who had, you know, fired all these employees um, in pursuit of a goal, mm. right? And so the, the, the company was looking to save money and it's like, okay, there's a way to do what you want to do. And then there's a way not to do what you want to do. And being someone who can, to remain calm and at peace in the midst of it is just one of those things that I, in, in harmony is one of those things that I find important. Other people will set their goals and do what they have to do regardless and at the expense of other people. And that's not how I'm choosing to live my life. So I, I think that's important in terms of moving forward with, your goals and your plans is just to really be committed to the why, but the who as well. I think we get so focused on the what that we lose sight of that. And then the other piece is, you know, to extend yourself grace. If you slip, if you don't do it exactly the way you thought it should go, one, let go of the shouldas. Mm, right stop shooting all over yourself you don't need to do it in any particular way if you're if it's about getting it done be open to how it gets done yes but do it in a way that's in alignment with the values that you want to live in your life and again that's what I see happening with you right Mm -hmm. 
I could imagine all kinds of people who have opened businesses, particularly brick and mortar businesses and the things that need to get done and palms that need to get greased and, you know, it just awful things that people do in pursuit of their goals. And I don't see that in you. So I think framing what you want positively and properly is also a part of this and being around surrounded by positive people and maintaining a positive and high vibration and energy is Mm -hmm. also important if you're going to make what you want to happen a reality. It's hugely important. It's so important to have your people around you. You were speaking of this earlier, Whitney, like accountability and community. We have each other, our fabulous five sisters here on this amazing podcast that we get to create together and we're all doing different businesses and different things and community work and like helping to make the world a better place in our own ways. So we all have that together and it helps me. It helps me be better, just be better at mind, body, spirit. And I'm also, I have coaches. I'm a part of an incredible business community called unblinded, let up. It's headed up by Sean Callagy, who's one of my coaches, incredible, credible human. And having them has helped me feel not alone in the, in the whole specific dynamics around my business and what we're creating there. And there's always people to go to for like support. And again, there it's a whole community of people doing incredible things to make the world a better place. So like that helps me be better. It helps me make difficult decisions. I mean, just last week I was, got stuck for a few days. You know, I, we had a, another, you know, mountain to create, it, it turned into a molehill on like budgets and things and last minute stuff. And I was like, found myself in like kind of this fearful place of things like falling apart at the last minute. And I was able to come out of that with help and support and love of community and peers and people that go through the same thing. So, and work through it, not just like push it to the side, but really work through the fears and come out into an empowering place of like what the truth is. And, you know, what, what, cause fear is just like not truth. Right. And so right coming into what the truth is and our truth, truth queen Claudette would be so proud of me and saying that uh, if she was here right now. Um, so shout out to the truth queen on the other side of fear is truth that anything is possible. We got this, we are leaders, we are courageous and we can do anything. And that is what it takes to achieve your goals is that mentality because there is going to be challenges that will want to throw you off or make you even want to feel like, what the F am I doing? Why am I doing this? Right. (laughs) Right. Getting into knowing your why, having people around you that help lift you and stay on track is so key. And it is like paying attention to, the little accomplishments in the wind and celebrating those along the way is super important. Even journaling about it, 
getting into gratitude if you find yourself falling off and like being afraid and acting out of frustration or overwhelmed, like coming back to gratitude and faith and purpose will help the frustrations and the angers go away as well. Speaking from experience within just the last two weeks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and you're so right. I want to leave a couple of final thoughts on you know, like, you know, practical things that you can do in addition to what we've talked about in terms of vision and your why having community and accountability, setting your goals in a smart way, again, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. We talked about breaking things down into smaller, smart goals, right? And you've got to plan what it is you're going to do and schedule it, schedule it, schedule it. So if you are not someone who tends to, you know, put things in a calendar and you're wondering why you don't get things done, maybe try that as a strategy to actually plan it, put it in your calendar, and then have a feedback loop that helps you to stay accountable to your calendar. As I was mentioning earlier, when I was training for that first Nike race, I was out three days a week running. I was running with the group. I was uh, building up the miles. And after I accomplished that first race, and I can say this, you'd mentioned something, Catherine, there were moments where I was asking myself why when I was out running 10, 12 miles on the weekend having to get up early so that I could in, in Sacramento where it's, you know, easily can be a hundred degrees by 10 o'clock in the morning to, you know, get done early enough so that I didn't have to encounter that. But I would be asking myself, why are you doing this? Or the day of the race, when I was running, I was like, who pays like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Nike wasn't cheap. It's like, who pays $250 to go and run, you know, and up and down and the hills of miles. San Francisco? <laughs> 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 right. I was like, who does that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of person, what kind of person does that? And then I look around, there are like 30,000 of us who have done that. So obviously lots of people, but you get those moments right? Where you're questioning and the, the having that why and the commitment to it becomes supremely important and making sure that you get that done. But again, if you will break down the steps, plan it, put it on your calendar, it will help you to one, see what you need to do, but it is also And this is extremely important. You mentioned gratitude is seeing your progress when you look back, right? So having that that in your calendar where you can look back where you started, like in my case, with three miles and four miles and five miles, you just build up your your ability, your uh, tolerance, your resistance, uh, your uh, uh, resilience, not resistance, your resilience, all of that, when you can look back and see your wins along the way. It helps to fuel you to keep moving. It helps with you with your momentum and the motivation uh, to keep moving. And then I would say finally share 
with other people what you're doing, when you can become an inspiration to other people, it helps to fuel you as well. So any final word before we go? Yeah, I would just like to say in business, if you work with a team, um, setting SMART goals together as a team is super powerful for your business, for alignment, culture, accountability, agreement, formation, so many things. There's a great book by Ken Blanchard. He wrote The One Minute Manager. He has a book specifically on leadership and The One Minute Manager goes into detail about collaborating with your team on SMART goals and all the things there. It's a powerful book. Read it a few years ago, even created a document to that I worked with my team on for our SMART goals that uh, if we can figure out, if I can figure out how to post it, I will do that on our amazing Facebook, Beyond Your Best Plan Facebook page, SMART goals setting worksheet that is effective for ourselves and to do with our teams. Awesome. Awesome. That'll be a great resource for our listeners. So Catherine, it was a joy. We don't, yes. you know, I, I love all five of us together, but you know, when we have these opportunities to sort of go a little deeper in our, in our subgroups, it, it's interesting as well. So it okay. was a pleasure hanging with have you. have so much fun with you, my sister. Yeah. And it was a pleasure letting to be here for you. And if you, again, would be so kind as to rate us on whatever platform you're listening to our podcast, leave a rating, a, um, a, a review, and like, we would appreciate that. And drop by the Facebook page, get the tool that Catherine is going to make available for you. And we hope that the beginning of this new year has been amazing for you and will continue to be so. Uh, Keep setting those goals, keep achieving those goals. And if there's anything we can do to help you, please let us know. So again, thank you for joining us for Beyond Your Best Plan. Have a beautiful day. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.